All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Golf Balling Podcast. I am here with my two hosts, Nick and Sean. I'm your host, Jackson. We have episode number 118 live from San Francisco. What is up? I loved how you waited until the recording actually started to put your Giants hat on. <laughs> and I also I also love I don't think you understand like the term co-host versus host. Like I just don't think you understand how that works. Because I said we're all you just hosts. always seem genuinely confused about that. Well, that's because I used to say co-host, but then I feel like I was corrected and you guys are hosts. <laughs> I think it was just the tone of you the way you used to say co-host uh, <laughs> you used, to, you used to piss specifically Nick off. <laughs> I want to be I want to be equal. <laughs> All right, whatever. Let's just roll with it. How are you doing, Nick? Um, I'm good. Nick, do you have a rough day on the course today? You you look upset. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, no. At the same time, I think it was it's cuz I was hungry and I had to poop and um there's other yeah, problems we'll yeah, talk about later yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, just, yeah. You're just doing the classic Nick Bavara mumble when you play badly. No, I didn't really play badly. I I, I don't think I played like necessarily bad. Um, I say I say we start off with with it. Um, real quick though, Sean, we did a three hole challenge. We just recorded it where Nick had a seven iron and I had a driver, and I'm just and it was no, stroke play. No, no, he had Wait, his full back. So, oh, I had all my clubs. Sorry. Okay, I was gonna say yeah. All right. So, and how do you think it went? Well, Jackson, for your sake, I would hope that you won. I would hope that you won by quite a few as well. Well, I mean, I think we it, we didn't plan it to. I got a generous, like a pretty good selection of holes. Um, yeah. We started with a five seventy par five, um, which it wasn't was beneficial, or not five seventy, probably about five forty. Um, so probably just three smooth seven irons in there. Mm, um, you'll see. Um, then we had I got I probably lucky. won't. Yeah, we got like a one sixty par three, and then like a three twenty par four. So pretty lucky with that setup. So are you not going to tell me who won it, or do I have to wait to? I think you skip have to, to the end of the YouTube video. You're going to have to wait, but I did have a birdie, but it was a good video. It'll be a good video. It's a funny video, yeah. All it's right, very... I'll, I'll watch the last 30 seconds of the YouTube video and see if you guys actually mention it there. <laughs> but yeah, so we played um, we played Azario today, and um, it was actually kind of funny because we, we had like 11, 12 tee time or something like that, and we showed up to the wrong... So actually, we went... We left early to get breakfast, and we had like the worst experience at Dunkin' Donuts ever took like 10 15 minutes so we and we actually ended up getting no food so then we go to a golf course and it was the wrong golf course so then we had to go to azario and um yeah we were we were right there like right on the time we we and got there at like 11 o'clock so we had like 10 minutes but then there was no we rush didn't. so how how did you guys go to the wrong golf course how how does that work they're named like this. They start with Esplanade, <laughs> and then one's Country Club and Esplanade Country Club at Azario. Yeah, I, uh, okay. and that's, the, the that's other, understandable. Yeah, and the other one's like doesn't isn't on like Google. 
yet. So, so it's definitely uh, my fault. Yeah. Um, that, see, that's so the least surprising thing that's been said in this podcast. So we pull up, and I swear, Nick, we were like right on the time. Like we pulled up at like eleven. No, we, we got hey, we got the we got there. There's no way. There is, I'm telling you, there is no way. I don't because think the ten minute we, difference really matters to anybody. Let's anyway. just continue with the story. Okay, so they the dude rushes us out there, and we get to the first hole. And there's like two groups literally on the hole. They're like, I don't have so, scorecards. Do you need a scorecard? Yeah, there were no scorecards because I messed that up. Like, can you just use the electric one? And Jackson's like, Yeah, sure. And I'm like, Okay, like he's fine with it. Then we get to the tees. Like, where the fuck's the scorecard? And I was like, you just said you're fine with not having one. Do you need a scorecard that fucking badly? You can't just keep track well, in your head? No, I like seeing the even, yardage. They had like an electric one that was like, it's yeah. not even up there. It was like down on the console, which was nice. Um, yeah. But like, I just thought it was hysterical when he drives up not like 30 seconds after he just was like, no, we're good without a scorecard. <laughs> I was very frustrated by the lack of scorecard, but it was a good round. The course was okay, or the course was great. Just the greens were pretty bad. Um, and, no, the uh, course. It, there was literally a maintenance worker on like every single hole, and the the greens were not just bad. Like I mean, for a seventy dollar golf course in Florida at this time of year, um, middle of the week too. The greens were like maybe a seven. Um, nice. Like they just and they looked like they could and Sean, I wish I could show you one of the pin positions that they just I they might be blind. Like I don't know I, I don't think anybody there has ever worked at a golf course. There is a mound about I'd say about three feet high, and they had a pin about two feet away from the and, mound. And past it there's another mound, just not like maybe like a two foot mound. Not even like a like it did it wouldn't roll back because of how slow it was. Yeah, it was literally two feet from. Sounds sounds fun. Yeah, um, and like so, Nick, did you three putt this hole? No, I, I two putt. No, Nick I did a great shot. To the right. Um, yeah, Nick did a great shot. I think I shot seventy three or seventy four. Um, I was just very pissed off because literally, then there was maintenance workers on a par three. Dude. So no. yeah, we're on the twelfth hole. It was also and... a foursome in front of us that was super slow. Like, yeah, PG. but they had people in front of them. I I think Nick a twosome that yeah, was. But like, a, I wonder who's was, in front of the twosome. More golfers. Like, it's how golf single. courses work. But they were they were taking so much time. They weren't ever that close to them. But yeah, but anyways, we're on the twelfth hole, and the, the the greens crew let the other group play, and then so we tee, we get on the tee, and it's like. A 160 par three, and it's a super small green. Not super small, but like there's a bunker on the right in front of the green. There's a bunker on the left in front of the green, and there's two dudes just standing on the top. So they're like they're literally on the front of the green doing their work. They were and, cutting the bunkers like around. Yeah, the bunkers. and it was like it, it's the most. And he's the pin is right behind the guy, so it's like we're freaking out. And literally, when we finished the hole, they're like, "Yep, we're done." So I was, but that, that was like every other hole. There's like maintenance workers, there's tractors on the tee boxes. Like it was just like a major work day. There was like way too many golfers on the course. Like it's just, I totally agree. That's what I said right after the pro shot. That's why I put on the story, like something's just off about this place. Like I swear none of them know how golf courses work and I don't have that opinion very much, but 
I mean, it, we were it, both. It, it, I had a good day, but it was just like there was just the course was just off, man. It was just I something mean, weird. In fairness, it is a Monday, which is prob- a, yeah. probably like their main maintenance day. It, trust me, they didn't look like they knew how to do maintenance on the rest of the course. Um, Maybe because they hadn't done it since last Monday. <laughs> <laughs> like even around the greens were kind of like the grass wasn't the greatest. But so on that par three, they're both in the bunkers. I hit into the left bunker. And the guy just continues to cut the grass <laughs> for about 30 seconds before I hit my shot. Like, he's just standing in front. And I'm like, hello? Like, I even yelled at them when we were about to hit, too. I was like, hello, four, four. Like, like you don't start working again when there's people just right there. Honestly, at a public golf course, you probably get to the point where if you're it's a maintenance cool. worker, you're you're just like, uh, like, these guys can go fuck themselves. That's what, what I was saying. Yeah, that's what I was it was saying. supposed like, to go private soon. To well, um, it's still I public now. In, I put myself in Westmoreland shoes when I used to work at a golf course, and I'm like, I didn't give a damn about any of the people unless like one of them talked to me, and I knew I had to be like fake nice to them if they were like a not a good person. But like, I'm here to do my job now. Give a I don't give a damn. You're playing I, I was, golf. Like, you're lucky you're playing golf. I'm out here working, so it was just a very frustrating day. Well, it, I, that, that's a little dramatic. I had a great day. I shot 79 time. Company was all right, but, um, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. uh, it was fresh off my 78, actually. So. The comments on the Instagram post about you shooting 79 were hysterical. No one believes I can shoot 79. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, they were just, they were, like, one of them was just like, look at this, look at this kid's build. There's no way he could shoot 79. Like, why it's is like Al Torres doesn't exist or like um, yeah somebody who's, brought up Ricky, uh, Fujikawa, Ricky. Um, Tad, Tad Fujikawa. <laughs> yeah, like what what are they basing that off of? If they said you look at your swing, sure, I'm totally okay with that. But look at your build, like your build's yeah. normal. I got up and down in 40 seconds and still out here just getting flamed. But the the greens were actually kind of comical, like how soft they were. Or like, because they were slow and soft, where it was pretty like you just land at like five feet in front of the hole, and it would just one stop, bounce, spin, stop. So yeah. it was a. I mean, that course has serious potential. Oh, it'll be a great course when it's so right. basically like out here in Florida, like they have, like they're gonna be private country clubs, but you know while they're trying to get the members and the houses are being built, it's open to the public. So I'm sure once. It's not open to the public. It's going to be a fantastic course. Yeah. I thought the layout was awesome, but just no. Like... But even what's hilarious about this is I went to check like the Golf Now reviews after, because um, it just said five stars before. But then I checked the most recent review, and that's where Jackson got like something seems off because the guy goes something seems off about this course. Um, he's like some the person in the pro shop was a first timer, and he asked like, "Oh, how's the course?" And he goes, "The greens are mediocre," and like. <laughs> What person would be like, yeah, the greens are pretty mediocre out there. Like if you're like the head pro or like, <laughs> like yeah, you know, just don't have to say $5 round. <laughs> I I appreciate that honesty. He's I would say hey, the greens accordingly. I just wouldn't say mediocre. I'd be like, hey, the greens aren't in the greatest shape right now. Like that seems a little bit better than like they're mediocre. Like we just don't like at least give me a reason why the greens aren't in the greatest shape right now. You know the reviews made so much sense because there was one one dude was like there's four dude there's four groups on one hole and it's like what's going on and that's like what we ran into almost every other hole but I had a good day 
And get um, we'll get we'll get passes because we have to talk about the U.S. Open. I think you really are just doing the mumble thing, man. Open your mouth. It's okay to talk about golf and your game. That's what the people want to listen to, man. I didn't know if they want to listen to it or not. I'm so sorry. Sean. Well, I, we're kind of catching up with Sean a little bit here too, but um, I shot seventy eight. Um, yeah, I'm I sure know. You saw. We had a nice little conversation, and um, we, we've talked on the phone several times since that happened, <laughs> which was like two days ago. Yeah, we talked on the phone literally like five different times yesterday. <laughs> I spent I half my it. fucking day on the phone with you. I want to just keep plugging it that because we get to the 18th. I'm sorry, Sean and Nick, because you know the story, but like for the for the listeners out there, we get on the 18th hole and we're playing with this. Mm tennis player and he's like a very good tennis player and he's a super solid golfer and i'm like i need a par to shoot 79 and you know we got some money on it and i think they doubled the hole to like doubled the money hole and um you know he's trying to get my head here and i stick i stuck a four iron to one foot and i've probably never hit a golf shot like that and it was just you know it was a good day great course we can't disclose the golf course um for some reason the golf course well it's weird because it's like if you look up the golf course on instagram like you'll see plenty of stuff I, I, about I, I, it. We, yeah <laughs> but all righty yeah so how, how when's right. the last time you golf sean when's the last uh, time you broke 80 sean <laughs> <laughs> well i yeah, haven't it's played. been a while <laughs> i haven't played in like over a week it was okay, the last time you played with me no, I played with somebody from work. Uh, so Mike, go play tomorrow. Their, what was their gender? So Jackson has the most recent a guy. Round in the seventies out of Sean and Jackson. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You know what? True. <laughs> true stat. <laughs> <laughs> We're all about the statistics. Yeah, honestly, you know what? I, I went to the, right I went to the range on Saturday, and uh, I hit less than eighty balls there. If that counts. <laughs> That's good. That doesn't. That's but good for you. It was. It was only. <laughs> it was only seventy-five balls. That's what it said. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. All right. But you're you're enjoying life. Sure, man. <laughs> why Why do we do an update on my fucking life every time? Nothing. We changes. just want to make sure you're okay. I don't know. I go to so... work. I go home. Exactly. <laughs> We're trying to make sure you're Dude, okay. But there's stuff in between it. There's there's some stuff in between. Not really. <laughs> Not a whole lot. I think Sean's, re- Sean's really realizing that, like, hey, maybe I should stay back. And, like, this is why people stay in, like, Arlington Heights after they graduate. And this stuff, is why but... people don't live in Columbus, yeah. Ohio. I'm sorry if you live in Columbus. It's a cool. Know. I love Ohio State. It's you, cool. You can't, nah, yeah, you can't blame the city at all. It's just the fact that I don't know anybody. Yeah. Any city no, you you're also to, you not don't know in the city. Is be yeah, lonely. you're in the suburbs of yeah. Columbus. So, yeah. Maybe it'll make Jack. Or maybe it'll make Sean rethink his life decisions. Um, but did you watch the U.S. Open, Sean? I watched like sixteen hours of coverage. Makes of sense. Cause, got... Yeah, because you probably didn't have anything else to do. Um, <laughs> I did. What What were your takeaways? Um, I won. Um, <laughs> First of all, I'd like to note that I uh, I picked John Rahm. Uh, I picked him actually yeah. back in January. Congrats, man! I stayed with that pick. You picked but a guy I picked who's him in won... January, and I stayed with that pick. 
I mean, wow, you picked the world number one to win a major. Wow, he wasn't wow, yeah. the world number one a few you times. The guy who's oh, won you the picked tournament. the world number three to win the major. Wow, you, okay. you picked the guy who's won at um, Tory Pines like <laughs> many people <laughs> twice. Many people have won at Tory Pines. He's won oh, twice picked... and then uh, has finished in like the top 10 in the past like five years. So, yeah, yeah no, no, great. Upset I know, that's why there. I picked him. I went <laughs> yeah. through all that stuff when I picked him. <laughs> no, it was a good pick. It was a good pick. I'm really glad he won. I want Louis. I want Louis to win, but I just never a PGA Championship. Like, okay. I, I never wanted. To, no, not, not even, even a PGA because he was in contention at the P. He's always in. He's playing great golf, and I love like the family aspect. I always love like he- hearing who's on his bag this week, which family member, which you know whoever it is. And I'm rooting for Louis to win a major. I just like, I I don't know. I I was rooting for him to lose. I I feel so bad because he's so cool. You, yeah, you got to feel bad for the guy's six second place finishes in majors. It's, that's it's crazy. that's tough. It's crazy, like unbelievable. But Sunday was cool, man. I still, um, I don't want to go at Tory Pine. I just, I don't know, man. I just it wasn't I doing think we it. Were, I think we were right where you know we can't have a we can't have the same course twice in the same year. I just I don't like it, man. I agree. I mean, yeah, it's not the most exciting course to watch on TV. Yeah, but but it produced it produced a very fun leaderboard, and that's it was a, it was really a great all Sunday. that I care about. It was a great Sunday. I have to tell you, I got confused probably five times on Sunday about Russell Hen, like you know whether it was Russell Henley or Mackenzie Hughes, like probably five times. I, I was like, oh damn it, Russell, and then it was like Mackenzie Hughes. I was like, oh. Damn it, Mackenzie. That feels like yeah, it feels like a you problem. It, it it is a you problem or a me problem. I'd say but. the big problem with that was um, and I mentioned it before, but Russell Henley just can't wear a Titleist hat. Um, he has it's to so like weird. I it he Go I can only it. see him in a white and black Nike hat. It's got to be all white with the black Nike swoosh. That's the only At the thing. Honda Classic or the Sony Open. Um, or the Sony Open, exactly. Those are the only two events I could see Russell Henley playing in, and it it hurts to see him, especially with like I feel like I was a I kind of liked Russell Henley for a while. I was like a big Nike guy, and like seeing him in the oh, Nike stuff. But the title stat, it just doesn't. The bill's not the same on him. It's too rounded. I, I feel bad because I've gone at Russell Henley. Uh, I think at least twice um, in the duration of this podcast um, life and. I love Russell Henley. I don't remember why I was, you know, I think it's always because he's like in contention at something big and I'm like, eh, it's kind of boring, but I was rooting for him this time. I'm definitely a Russell Henley fan, but I, I think that he needs to make the switch back to Nike. Um, I feel like you, you know what? I have a few takes there. First of all, I feel like you love going at like grinders like just because you don't see a lot of them you you just assume that they're super boring people because there's really no opportunity for them to show that they're not and then second of all with the nike thing i feel like only certain people look good in nike hats like nick hardy for example to me nick looks soup, super strange in a nike hat just doesn't work on him i like and it I, I like it. That, the, the, they have like an it, they have a weird shape to them. It's and... it's the thing in the middle. It's the thing in the middle. Whatever that is, it's the thing in the middle. I think you have to have like a relatively big head. Like a Nike hat looks good on Nick. Like a Nike hat, I like it on Brooks. Obviously, on but Rory. it's like thank you. I think it's this. 
the specific type of Nike hat you have to go with. Like you just because there's all different ones. There's the golf ones that um, Brooks has, like the bigger swoosh. Um, That's what I'm. But no, I, I know what you're saying. Like Francisco Molinari is. It looks too big on his head. Yeah, there's, yeah. There. So yeah, there are some of those guys that like still wear like the pretty curved brim. But like the the top of it's like too puffy in the front. It's so it exactly, makes their head shape exactly. look really strange. Exactly. It's like a weird combo. It's like almost it's like a flat bill like hat with a curved brim. Like it just looks wrong. They need yeah. to go for more of the dad hat style. Yeah, then yeah, a little tighter on the head. I agree completely. I'm glad See, we that's, figured that's that out. That's why I like Russell Henley with it. I, I like Nick Hardy with the Nike hat on. I, I can kind of see it. There's some hats that he kind of looks a little different in. Um, but I agree. Like I you know, I kinda like it on him. I think there's some I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying though. So that was a big explanation for me. Is there anything you want to talk about specifically, Sean? Uh, I think can we Bryce talk about can we talk about Bryson? Yeah, yeah. I, I... Yeah. <laughs> back nine forty four. What a fucking performance! <laughs> Holy back shit! Nine forty four, dude. I I like couldn't have asked for anything better to happen. Like for a while, I was like, "Fuck, Bryson's gonna win this," and then back nine forty four. <laughs> That was, was fucking, he shanked he shanked like at least two or three balls on the back nine like legitimate shanks. Dude, I think he got he had a Nick Bavara round and like where he got really scared with the shanks and I think he's not going to be good for the next couple weeks. I don't know. He's probably he did not. the swing change. He did the swing change where you're playing really well, right? Um, he he made that swing change like Monday night. He's like, I, I got it. I got it. Then the weight tra- transfer issue happens and then you hit some bad shanks and then it's like fuck. It's like, mentally weak people, I'm telling you, man. They just yeah, don't know I don't, how to figure it out. I don't know how Bryson can get all chirpy after shooting a back nine forty four with a lead in the U.S. Open. <laughs> I mean, I saw because we were Nick and I were at the beach for like part of the front nine for most of the front nine, and I saw Bryson shot on eight. I put it on Instagram, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I think Bryson's about to do it. But see, I was rooting for Bryson. I wanted Bryson to do it. Because I like the villain story. I love the underdog. Not really underdog. I like. I just like the weirdness. At it, this point. it would get the golf world so fired up. And you know Bryson would have comments after the win. But yeah, 11, 12, and then, you know, 13. Seven, 17, let's, yeah, 17. You know what? Let's, let's, go in, let's, let's dive into 13. Um, the water. Yeah. So <laughs> first of all, that that tee shot. I love how Shane Bacon tweeted in the morning. Uh, I want to find this exact tweet. All right, I something to keep an eye on today. We've been seeing players slip on the 13th tee most of the week, but even more today. The tee is so close to the water, and the back foot has been slipping out from under players on the transition. Exactly what happened to Bryson. What a prediction from Shane Bacon. And then. <laughs> That that like shanked bunker shot ending up right next to that Stella box that was hysterical. That was um, so funny. If like that would have we... been a if that would have been a Michelob Ultra box, that would have been the funniest thing in the world. And I think Bryson would have just walked off the course. <laughs> I'm surprised that Mick Ultra didn't just start planting boxes near Bryson's yeah, balls. Yeah, for real. I think that's the next move. Anytime Bryson's on the court, I think Mick Ultra should just have 
representatives and ambassadors holding cases of McUltra and just like plan them on holes and just hope Bryson hits one there. I really wish I kind of wish that wasn't Bryson because I wish somebody else like if that happened to certain guys, I feel like there would be people that would just grab a beer. <laughs> just <laughs> grab a beer and just drink it after making a fucking eight. <laughs> like Phil Mickelson. <laughs> that would have been the most electric thing to oh, happen. The shank time. the shank on 17 was hilarious. Oh, where he's so greenside um, <laughs> and just that shanks it eight. into it. Like he is less than 10 yards from the hole. Um, maybe like 20 <laughs> feet and just shanks it so far right. Uh, yeah, seven, 17 was a was a tough tough look for Bryson. Yeah. Um, also, another thing Bryson's being heavily criticized for this week. You know, his whole strategy was just kind of to aim at the like aim where the fans are walking. Bomb. The dude refuses to yell for. Yeah. Like, but they all also... these other all these other guys yell for, and Bryson right just away. picks up his team. Well, yep. no, I, I did see this too, Sean, but they're like Rory, Matt Wolf. Um, they also kind of didn't do the same thing. But yeah, they I guess criticized. Um, but no, Bryson, I mean, to come out and say, I'm going to aim at like where the fans walk um, and then not yell for is, yeah, that, that, you know, that might be an issue. Attempted I, mass think, longer, yeah, I, I mean, there was even, I think it was Louis' tee shot on 13 where he hit it right. And yeah. it was like kind of headed towards the fans. He yelled for, yelled right and away. you could see him like visibly nervous that it was going to hit somebody. Yeah, <laughs> I like what a, what a class act. Yeah, no, but sometimes I really do get scared to yell for. Like I'm like, should I yell for? But I mean, I also haven't been in a, like an event where that many people are there. I think anytime I'd hit a shot, I'd yell for. Um, just because I'd be like, fuck, I don't know, like. <laughs> This one could go 90 yards into the in, like I, I sometimes I really don't know how far the ball's flying so I could be like oh shit I'd yell four and it's like four feet from the pen. Like, I just think it's I just his... think it's the fact that he 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 doesn't yell four and then he says that he aims where the fans walk. Like those two things should not be allowed yeah, to be said together. Yeah. You got to do one or the other. Nick and like his first You Sorry. go. I was just gonna say Nick and his first PGA Tour event's just gonna let everyone like after, before every shot like I, I don't know where this is going you know like when you're in the bunker and you're like watch out everybody watch out when they give me like the <laughs> uh, make a wish the make a wish sponsor exemption <laughs> and let me pay to play in it I paid like forty grand to get into this PGA Tour event and um, they're like okay let's let them play and I just start hitting people left and right and I'm like I don't know. <laughs> It Shit. would be an unbelievable move to be in like a greenside bunker and like look to the people in the grandstands behind the green and just be like, heads up. <laughs> I 100% would do that. Like, heads up, you're guys. Playing, I don't know like, this is going. I'd be like, hey, heads up, guys. I, yeah, don't, don't heads know where up. this ball's going. I'm a dog shit bunker player. <laughs> just pull, should I pull putter? <laughs> I just want to get it out. Um, no, that was funny. I think there was some good storylines. I think we, it was glad that Bryson had that collapse. Um, Matthew Wolf was really giving me a... Uh, I, I was like, oh my god, he might actually do this thing. But I think yeah. the most silent thing that I, I want to talk about is Daniel Berger. Um, he's kind of like a solid, just silent top 10. Um, and I honestly forget about him. Like I didn't even realize that he finished top 10. Exactly. Finished tied for 7. Oh shit, he's not... 
three under on Sunday. Exactly. Yeah. Like that just I feel like he never gets time on TV. I feel like he's he's a top well, twenty player like in the world. Him on TV because his swing right? really is really weird. He, is he still no? Is he still doing that thing with his caddy? What does he do? Kiss. Remember when he him? won the, the his last tournament? <laughs> Are you talking about how his caddy like lines him up? Yeah. Oh, uh, I yeah. I don't know if he's still doing that. I honestly can't recall seeing a single one of Daniel Berger's shots this weekend. It was it was early when they were showing him. They were showing him early because he was making a little bit of a run. He shot thirty two on the front nine. Um, but like he's but, just. I mean that that's a guy who I feel like he's been a little injury plagued, right? And then. I feel like he's dealt with some injuries, but like I feel like he should be it. Well, at the start of Corona last year, he was on top of the world. Yeah, then Corona hit, right? Wasn't no, it after? It was after. Or yeah, wasn't it? Was uh, it was like yeah, it was right when the like went, right when golf returned. He was playing. Like, really I think he well. was the hottest golfer when Corona um, ended, or when they were brought back the tour. But I thought I thought it was before because I mean, he won the the tournament of champions. Um, didn't he win the Schwab though? I, I feel like it was. I I think it was kind of both. I think he yeah, played well before. Yeah. Did, Daniel Berger really went right went down in the rankings. Um, after this week, Jeez. he went from sixteenth to seventeenth after a top ten finish in a major. Does that make sense? I mean, if somebody else right behind him played a lot better. I guess, but I, I don't. I don't have the rankings up, so I don't know who passed him. But I mean, I mean Harris dude, English solo third. He was pretty. He was. I feel like he was more low key than he, Daniel Berger. I didn't see a single shot of Harris English. Harris English. Now they they showed a decent amount of Harris English on Sunday because he actually kind of had a chance for a while. Um, and I mean, oh, he birdied, shoot. Birdied yeah, he birdied both seventeen and eighteen. I feel like he had an eagle putt on eighteen and. Just barely missed it. Oh, man, he was right there. What do you guys think he, about? He did win uh, the Charles Schwab. Leo Zoni. Because I put, I don't know if you saw in my story last night. I said household household name next year. Yeah, that's not really a hot take. That's kind of what everybody's been saying about him. Yeah. Oh, wow, also, really? I want Burger didn't win the the tournament of champions. Sorry. A W W for me. Because <laughs> he, dude, I got so much hate in my stories for saying, like, this is this is outrageous. Like, what are you talking about here? That's because those people are probably casuals. Casuals, and, well, bro. Ha- household name in golf is kind of a pretty tricky thing. Like, is, is Patrick about, uh, Cantley even a household name at this point in his career? No. Dude's been in the top 10 for forever. Yeah. And he might be the furthest thing from a household name. Yeah. How about uh, Jimmy Walker coming in lat- and on- tied for 70th? Made the Jimmy, cut. Jimmy Walker, another guy. Super solid career. Not a household name. Yeah. So, you know what? Maybe just because you said household name, that's that's where people have the issues. Um, yeah, it's not like issue. it's the fucking NBA. Yeah. yeah. I'm disappointed in Jason Kokrak. Um, I'm absolutely shocked he didn't top 10 it. Missed the cut. Also, I don't really know what's going on with Hendrick Sensen. Hendrick Sensen. Um, God, kind I of forgot how you can't say Falling Hendrick. off. I want to see who came in last. Oh, oh, I thought Victor Hovland came in last. Why did Victor uh, Hovland actually, withdraw? We, oh, yeah. I was about to say we needed to talk about this. So 
he withdrew because he hit a bunker shot and he got sand in his eye. And he, <laughs> he said that the sand was like lingering in his eye. He couldn't get it out. <laughs> and so he posted this Instagram post like with a bandage over his eye and it it talked about like it was actually the caption was hysterical. Like he was kind of having fun with it. Should I read uh, it? It's no, it's like three or four paragraphs. But like he made some jokes in there and the comments were the funniest fucking thing because it's it was his left eye, but he posted it as a selfie, so like it was flipped and in the picture it looked like it was on his right eye. And people could not grasp that concept. Like <laughs> they were just like, This is clearly so fake. You have the bandage on the wrong eye. What is wrong with you? <laughs> and other people are like, Do you understand how selfies work? Like, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah, look at this. That's your right eye. Just saying. Nice take, Blake. I follow this dude. What? He doesn't even follow me, bro. What? <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna respond. Yeah, I think I'm but, private. Uh, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how how to feel about that withdrawal. Like, sand in the eye feels a little questionable. But in like he he did start playing pretty badly, so you know I, I, he stuck with it, and I do think like sand in the eye. If it gets stuck in the like eyelid, and you got a bandage over it, I don't think I, I, Victor Hovland doesn't strike me as a dude who would try to do that. If it was Bryson, I mean, yeah, nobody would actually believe like there there were pictures of his eye like before he put the bandage on. And it was pretty nasty. Like yeah. it was like really red, and I mean, if if it actually like he said it was affecting his vision, and if that's actually the case, like then his depth perception's all fucked up, and it's it's so hard to play golf with fucked up depth perception. I think eye pain is one of the worst things in the world because it's like you can't really do much about it. Like if you got sand in your eye, like what do you like? You just withdraw from the U.S. Open. That's what you do. I know. Yeah, no. But I'm saying, like, think about it. Like, if let's say my knee's hurting. I'm going to, like, limp or I'm going to do something. If my eye's hurting, what am I going to do? Close it and just, yeah, just not open nothing, it? Like, there's, nothing to exa- there's nothing to exaggerate to show fans at home how, how much pain you're in. No. I'm you're just, like, like walk around, more. like, holding your eye, like, damn, this hurts. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, you can't keep it open. Like, let's say it hurts every time you close it. Like, what are you going to do this? Uh, I'm just gonna keep my eyes open. Do you think we should tell Victor about eye drops or let him figure it out? I don't know that that would think about. I don't know that that would make a huge difference. Think about a lot. So is is he just stuck with the sand in his eye? Does he have to do one of those in science class where you gotta like? Probably the doctor. The doctor. They they popped his eye out. They they blew it off. (laughs) You know, and then they they popped it back in. I got put sand in my eye on Sunday at the beach, but I didn't, you know, withdraw maybe, from anything. Maybe they put eye wash, like, chemicals in, um, like, you know, in chemistry class, the eye wash machine? That's what, I, yeah, that's what I just said. <laughs> yeah, um, I was actually watching TV in the, uh, the office episode where Andy has to, like, film the commercial, and he has to use the eye wash, and he's, like, crying about it. That came on this weekend. So, what a, what a relevant thing for you to say. But I no, just I think was... it's I think it's so funny that he withdrew because of sand in the eye. Like that's such a golf thing. Like it is. Know, I golf gets criticized my... for being a soft sport, and then we have people withdrawing from 
one of the biggest tournaments of the year because of Santa. <laughs> I, I know. I'm all for uh, Victor. I'm all for you. I understand completely. Like I, I yeah. got salt in my eye at the beach, and like I had to stop swimming. I couldn't swim. I had to get out of the beach. I got had to get out of the water. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't blame him. Like he probably was actually in like serious discomfort, and it probably was really affecting his game. And once you're already kind of out of it, what's the fucking point? But yeah, I just think it's a tough look for golf. Yeah. What do you do when you withdraw from something in the middle of a round, and you just like, like, who do you tell first, or do you just leave? Just you can just kind of walk off, or you you can tell somebody. Like you tell the rules. Yeah, you tell your tell tell probably tell a rules official and your playing partners, just so like. Somebody else has the scorecard. Yeah. Hey guys, I got sand in my eye. I'm out of here. Imagine he was playing with like an amateur first ever U.S. Open, and it's like, yeah, I'm, I got sand in my eye. I'll see you guys next year. I got some grass in my shoe. I'm gonna leave. <laughs> There's a fucking rock in my shoe. I can't. I can't deal with this anymore. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I don't want to have to retie it on camera. That'd be embarrassing. Yeah. No. I could. <laughs> but no. That. I... Overall, prayers for Victor. Um, hopefully his eyes are okay. I think, can we, can we trick quickly address the uh, quote-unquote streaker on 13? Oh, yeah. I don't like it was, this guy that much, man. The guy's was, a fucking psycho. It's It was to end homophobia. Um, <laughs> when I looked, he raised $446 of his $50,000 goal. Um, wow. Or I think it was for mental health, but... It was to just, end homophobia. Yeah, I didn't so, even. He did say he was going to win the U.S. Open. <laughs> yeah. So for those um, who didn't see who it was, we've talked about him in some of our previous podcasts. This was a man that played in a Monday qualifier for a Corn Ferry Tour event, shoeless. Like he just took his shoes off and left them in the course mid round. <laughs> uh, he he used a wagon instead of a push cart. He uh, he microdoses what is it MDMA? Yep. Something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, he said that he would win the U.S. Open by a lot, and just to keep it interesting, he'd play both lefty and righty. Uh, he planned on happy Gilmoring some shots at the U.S. Open. I mean, the dude is a nut job. But you gotta say, his swing looked pretty good. Great tempo under that kind of pressure. I mean, it's pretty easy when you run out in the middle of the 13th hole at Torrey Pines in the U.S. Open to, to get a little quick with that transition, you know? I'm sure he was probably, blasted. Probably some adrenaline going. Well, he was probably on some serious drugs. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait, wait. I'm just reading this, and I hope I don't uh, know if this is true or not, but someone's like, damn, Connor Channel is becoming better than iCarly for real. He turns gay, attends U.S. Open, golf shit. Becomes Walter White, gets HIV and COVID, gets accused of rape, becomes a top-tier musician, and gets adopted by a new family. The best part is it's an all it's all an act. Um, what? It's better but, than iCarly. Wait, yeah, he wait, faked what being wait what? He faked being gay to play in the U.S. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> he faked being gay. What? There's no way gay people are gonna like that. And this dude literally is trying to end homophobia in his I don't think that'll get enough gay. publicity for gay people to get that upset. Yeah, true. I <laughs> did he bring those balls? Did he bring the club? Like that's what I've no been one confused had him about. Like, how <laughs> did he get that club in? Did he like buy it at the fucking pro shop? Like, are they selling clubs at the pro shop during this tournament? <laughs> 
it's, it, it's like I mean, like you, you, you're at the security. They're patting you down. He's got a golf club and some golf ball. Like, what's gonna happen? What do you think do you he's think gonna maybe, do? With them? Maybe was there like somewhere he just like tossed it over the fence before he went through security, I think so. and then he went it back and grabbed it. That's the only thing I could think of. Or maybe, I mean, I'm sure someone was in on it as well. I'm sure he had some help. I mean. Yeah, I just don't, I don't know how that happens. I, I'm watching the video, so I'm I'm seeing if he actually faked being gay. I'm very confused. Okay, well, Nick is just going to take a break from our podcast, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, this is the type of shit that only happens on the golf balling podcast. You just get, just get so one of the hosts snuck into the stopping. U.S. Open. Oh he my god, in. he jumped a fence. Oh really? To sneak in. So where? I still don't get. Where are you talking about him faking being gay? That's the title of the video. Uh, is Connor Murphy fakes being gay to play in the U.S. Open? Okay. I'd click on that. That might be some <laughs> clickbait. Um, I, I don't. I don't I'm know so what confused. Really quick, since it's Monday, uh, let's let's go through our horoscopes real quick. Um, oh dear God. The Knicks um, of Cancer. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, no, first before this, um, he did his uh, hashtag in the video was hashtag golf ball in, um, not ing, but just golf ball in. It's that oh. that's that dude, bro. That there's actually an account called Golf Ball In. Yeah, I've actually regretted for a while that we didn't go with that when I thought of the name uh, all he, those years ago. He used to get so angry that we stole his name, and it's like I I'm like just learning who you are right now. I don't know who you I don't are. Think, like, yeah, no, we didn't steal it. If you know what, if if you want honesty from where I came up with the name, I can give that to you. Yeah, you seven know, years later, I'd like to hear it. I um, think that would be cool. <laughs> I, I uh, did it to copy golf balled, actually. Oh, yeah. I knew it. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I was a that huge golf balled fan at the time. And I was just like, golf balling? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> and it's, it's 20... Man, if I could go back to 2014 and take every account name, I would take... I would take golf balling. I still like golf balling more. I would take Zyre golf immediately. No, I'm just kidding. Honestly, um, actually, golf balling probably looks a lot better on like merch and logos than golf ball in. I think it's way better. I, I think it's way better. I think it's way better. I think we have one of the best names in golf, but you know, what? good, good. What about a good one? Good, good, good. See, good, good would have been ideal. <laughs> Wait, I two two things. I just was scrolling Twitter and Riggs just blocked or just said permanently banned someone from the Barstool Classic because he uh, some guy emailed him because they had an 8 a.m. shotgun the next day and he said can't wait to wake up at 5:30 a.m. What a fucking cock sucking marathon bullshit is this, which I think is just hilarious. Um. And to say, like, quick way Riggs, to get your... Riggs banned him from the Barstool Classic for that? Yeah, yeah. It sounds like it. That feels like just something you should expect with, like, the foreplay audience. Like, that feels like a very standard email for them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't get, like, 50 of those. It's 8 a.m. Like, that's pretty pretty early for most people. I mean, but it's they not, don't it's know not the that logistics. that unreasonable. Yeah, they don't but know the still, logistics. 
It's a I round mean, of golf. Need... Waking up like an 8 a.m. tea time is not unheard of. <laughs> and they have, I mean, I'm sure they have so many people there. Like, you need to get them out. I mean, I think ours is 10 a.m. So, uh, once again, guys, if you actually, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast. Golf Bowling's first ever tournament is on July 10th, the day before Nicholas's birthday. And um, if you want to sign up, go to our Instagram and click the link in there. Um, yeah. I want to go through. Um, I just want to get my, a horoscope real quick, but I forget do you want, what you do want. Do you want my idea, or do you, should I wait for it? Should we we'll talk see, Nick. That's podcast? why I thought of this, because it works perfectly for you. Okay. Are you an Aries, Sean? I'm an Aries, yeah. Stop daydreaming. <laughs> just figure it out. It also says figure it out. <laughs> uh, for nice. me, it's uphold your boundaries, which is really lame. And then for Nick... Think outside the box, which is exactly what he did today. All right. Um, yeah, this this works out perfectly for. Is this, um, your, is this your stupid hypothetical? Yeah. Wait, Nick, Nick, really quickly, I just clicked the next one and it was the weak horoscope, so I want to get this in real quick. Um, you know, yeah, I I want a better horoscope. Mine always suck. I have the worst ones every week. Work. Like, right. be this productive. one, you'll like this one. You'll like this one. You're the real MVP, Aries. Thursday's full moon in Capricorn begins, furthers, or completes a professional chapter to success. That's super vague because that's all three options. Oh, my goodness. Neptune retrograde begins in PCs on Friday, helping you find context for the emotional closure and healing you deserve. (laughs) Venus enters Leo on Sunday, blessing you with even more confidence, charisma, glamour, and creative flow. So it looks like you're going to have a good week, Sean. I I despise these horoscopes with a passion. (laughs) I'm having a dog shit week. (laughs) <laughs> well, it just started today, so. Um, yeah. <laughs> whoa, this one's cool for me. Don't forget your routine, Leo. Uh, blah blah blah. Wants you to trust the systems and routines that give your life success. So stick to the process. Um, blah blah blah. Your intimacy sector making sex more soulful. Um, then Venus enters, elevating your individual and relational life with more success. And here is Nick. Happy birthday. Um, it gives you the chance to start, deepen, or transition a romantic relationship. That's super vague once again. Neptune turns retrograde in PCs on Friday, and you'll be applying new wisdom of your life to specific scenarios. Then you will have pleasure and financial zone on fr- Sunday, giving you your big birthday cash for joy and security. Those were all bad. You ruined you yeah, ruined our I think, the transition. I think we need if we're gonna do horoscopes, we need to start like filtering them before we do this. Yeah, that was a, that was like two paragraphs that I had to filter there. Horoscopes. Yeah, let's you maybe to... find a front site with some better horoscopes. But anyway, like, suck. You, you ruined transitions. Um, I mean, not really. You're not really. All right, so Nick, think outside the box. So Go. I thought outside the box, and I said, you know, it's great having four majors, but. The problem with this is, you know, right now, like, I don't care about the Open anymore, really. I mean, it's it's over with. Um, so that is why I have created the major um, where only major winners are allowed to participate. And, like, only major winners can play this golf. We create a golf course middle somewhere that Kinda only— like the predator. Yeah, only major winners can play. Like, I, I don't, it, this course is used one time a year for a four day tournament where only the only people who have won a major can play in. Um, 
but like literally no one else can play it except it. We make it like one of the hardest, coolest golf courses we can imagine. Have like Tiger Woods design it, like Nicholas, like just get everybody we can. Um, maybe they all get to design a hole and stuff. I think this would be really cool. Ooh, that would be cool. Maybe make it a 36-hole course, but legitimately only let people who have won a major play on it. Or maybe it's like 18 and 18 where the other 18 is open, but the other 18 is only for the major, so they can still have like a source of yeah. revenue. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. Sean? <laughs> and the winner gets a purple jacket. His royalties. It's Granny's Granny's crown and a crown and a crown. That could have been one of the dumber thoughts you've ever had in your life. That's no No way. way. No way. way. That is fucking stupid. Why is it stupid? Do you know how much money that course would lose just in maintenance? Like, okay, you'd have to maybe fucking maintain the course like all year round. Okay, make it so just like, to play four days a year. It would it would turn into like the fucking 2016 Olympic course or whatever, where they played it once and now it's just overgrown grass. Okay, then yeah. sorry, sorry, Sean. We can maybe it is only allowed to get limited play. I don't know. I think it would be a really cool idea if there was like one golf course in the world where it was so exclusive, or maybe like I don't know. I I think a super, super exclusive golf course that, like, not many people can play. Only PGA Tour can play. Oh, that's, that's cutting it. Only people with a certain handy. I, I just think that would be cool. It would be a cool idea. We'll, you can't, we'll work on it. I think it's a great idea. I, yeah. Obviously, Sean can use some kinks. You, know, but you don't have to be a critic. I think <laughs> the issue, well, the issue with only allowing major champions, the field would be old as shit. It wouldn't be a very exciting field. It would still no no like I mean, think about. I, I mean, mean, right now you'd have Rory Brooks, we're DJ, not talking about a big Morikawa, Rom. There'd be a good enough yeah, field, but, like like Bill, you'd also get you'd get like everybody Bryson. who plays in the Masters every year. All those guys that are gonna shoot fucking eighty. Okay, then there's a qualifier too. If you're over the age of sixty, you have to break sixty-eight. I uh, think you just cap it at like fifty. Yeah, I mean, like we're gonna. I mean, we're trying to make Phil's this out. No, Phil, Phil can won get the in. PJ this year, but he's out. No, Phil's in. Like Sean, you it's know, you don't have to point. be so critical about it's our idea, point. man. You don't have to shoot it down. It's it's in progress. We're still working. We first off, we got to find the sponsor, right? Mm-hmm. So we're still working on that. Working and, on the sponsor. Um, so what is the step step one? You guys are on. Yeah. Well, step two. <laughs> just step one idea. was the idea. You can't but tell me you that can't really start the steps without the idea. So that's step one. <laughs> you know what, right, so we're, 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 I thought he would be more like stuff. excited about this, but like looking back, I should have realized he was just no, was gonna I like the out. I like the fun hypotheticals where we get to like debate things. This wasn't there was nothing to debate here. Uh, I think I you're think just trying to I debate something here from the viewers. I think we need to hear from the viewers is, on this one. How cool would it? Like again, this is a hypothetical, Sean. It's yeah, not. No, so, but it could be like even a little bit realistic. This well, isn't going to happen. It is, it is in the works, right? We're on step one right now, right? Yeah, so. we're on step one. So fuck you. Um, <laughs> it's step two. Create the list of steps. No, I feel geez. like you should probably Sean, get that. Sean's such, a, Sean's such a boomer. Sean is such a boomer. Or well, through the tour. You, you just how know can you start a your list of steps without actually having a list of steps? No, he's, no, he's just a type A man. He just doesn't dream like me and Jackson. Um, 
I, I, but just, I'm trying to get you to think about this, Sean. How cool would it be if there was only a tournament that like major winners could play in? Like that only major winners could play in. Maybe that's the better idea because I think that's something that's so exclusive and we don't talk about. Like, yeah, Uh, the course thing is a little. Yes, it's. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. But like, how I I think. Okay. They should just do this at the front. I'm fine with having a majors a major winner only tournament. I think that that would be kind of cool. It's unfortunate that Cam Smith wouldn't have a chance to win, but it's fine. But also make the course super hard. Make a a course for it, and it's like the, like, this course. Like, dude, it would actually just be so cool. I mean, you have, like, I mean, even, like, Bubba, I'd, like, Bezos could do this. I'd be just so curious to see how this would go down, and I think it would be so cool. Um, really quickly, I'm going to forget I'm, about wait, this. I've been trying to say no. this all the podcast. All right. Um, the coverage is great on Sunday, and um, that is it. Um, See, that's what I kind of thought, too. A lot of people disagreed. But uh, I want to quickly go back to Nick um, yeah. saying that Jeff Bezos could, could do this. <laughs> you can't just bring up one of the wealthiest guys in the world who has no ties to golf whatsoever and just be like, oh, yeah, he could Bill fund Gates. This. Bill Gates. Bill like, Gates. You said, if you said Donald Trump, Sure. Bill, Bill Gates could fund it. Bill Gates has got the money. But Donald Trump should do. Oh my God, Donald Trump is the guy. Because yeah. and they can be at one of his golf courses. Yes, and he's exclu- He's going to create a golf course just for it. He's a, he he's would a, see. I think he would do that. We have a business idea really for Donald know. Trump. Donald Trump. Uh, he, I think he loves golf. Major to ever play that tournament or to ever play that course. Yeah, that's actually a good point. That is a little political, so maybe that's not the best. No, route. but we're not trying to be political here. He well, is it, being excluded it, from. I the know PGA you're not trying talks. to, but it ends up being it. So yeah, I mean, no. you just need somebody with the funds and the interest in golf. Yeah. Who else comes to mind? Je- Bill, Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Bill Gates is a member at a really exclusive course in California. What's the course? I can't remember the name. I actually was looking it up. Like I, I probably read it like two weeks ago. Called Augusta. No, it's in like Northern California. Yeah. Um, it's in North no. Yeah, I think so. I think it, it, like a purple jacket with a crown. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the winner's just the king. Oh. Might as well give him a Lakers jersey. Yeah. Oh, and he gets a staff. You know what? I'm kind of in on the staff. Yeah, like a big golf. But Fuck a trophy. Golf. Let's start handing out staffs. That's actually so sick, right? Like, and maybe you can use it at every you tournament what? you play in from there out. Like, oh, I've got isn't this. There, isn't there a tournament that gives out a staff or a staffish looking thing? Someone a sword. A sword would be so sweet. A sword would be cool. And you also get knighted. Yeah. <laughs> this is sick. Yeah, make make Nick Faldo less impressive. Just be like, yeah, you're not that special anymore, Nick. Nick Faldo is knighted. Uh, Sir Nick Faldo. Pretty sure I've been knighted at like the Arlington Heights racetrack. Okay, yeah, he's a, he's actually been knighted by like the fucking Queen of England. Does <laughs> that's it really like, Yes, that's what that's. England That's why he made knighting popular. Yeah, I thought he was just a d bag and made people call him that because he's like a G. No, that's like a huge honor there. Like that's oh, one of the biggest. That's like in, one in of the biggest knighted. honors in England is to be knighted. That means like you did great things for your I've, country. Charm. I understand this, but 
like me and my cousins are have also been knighted at the Arlington okay, Heights. Okay, but if strapped. you got if you got knighted by the Queen of England, I think you'd go around telling people like, yeah, they I'm have, Sir Jack Snell's They have ambassadors who can handle the knighting process to kind of speed it up and get more knights out here, right? I agree. <laughs> Fucking idiot. I think we got to get the pop process going. I agree. <laughs> Let's you get know, more Jeff, golfers knighted. How about this that? This is just one process that I won't trust. But I think, you know, please let us know if you're interested in this. I think if we started the podcast with this, a lot of more people would respond to us <laughs> and say how good this idea was. But I still think this is a great idea. <laughs> so um, for our listeners, Ryan, Doug, and Connor, if you guys could DM no. us. No, Tom. We got so many. <laughs> oh, yeah, Tom. Maybe Patrick. You know what? These days, there's only about a 50% chance Tom's listening. Who knows? True. Maybe he'll get around, but... I'll see Jackson's listed in the episode and just be like, oh, fuck it. No. <laughs> he should retire. <laughs> True. Yeah. I just had another oh. idea. Let's have a tournament. Um for only non-major winners and you know build a whole course for that only non-major winners can play in so it the so- or play as long as they don't get knighted I'm, I'm good with it so the, I don't... so the Sony Opa open in the so, Honda Classic or the Puerto, Puerto Rico open yeah oh, so yeah basically the Puerto Rican open um <laughs> But uh, actually, let's call it like the biggest loser tournament, and whoever gets last place uh, retires. They have to just—they're permanently banned. Yeah, Whoa. they're never you allowed to a, play competitive golf can, again. You they can get, get the a thirty-two-piece Parmesan bread bites from Domino's for five dollars. Thirty-two pieces. I really thought you were looking up staffs or something like that. Like I was—I was really excited for where you were going to go with that. I thought you guys were going to be like, "Yo, look at this staff I just designed. Like, should we order it?" Nick, I wanted it to be a surprise, but we, I, we, pizza was probably gonna be out here when we when we're done. No fucking way! <laughs> I'm so hungry. Um, that's sweet. Never mind. But no, I'll design a staff. I'll, I'll design. Yeah, a let's staff. all design staffs, and um, we'll <laughs> do you post think it there's a Do you think there's a website like staffdesigner.com? I uh, I would have to imagine. At 2021, I would hope, and if not, I mean, I think we, I think we found think we out get, what we have to do. Do you think we could get like a cool like glass ball with like the golf balling logo like engraved in the middle of it? And on the and then on the staff, it's like at golf balling Sean, at golf balling Nick, Mister Golf Ball. Yeah. And then we, we can are, like customize as long as own. like as long as the whole staff is like gold. I want that shit like engraved in there though. I don't want it to be cheesy. Like it's got to be a classy staff. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Why don't more people walk around with staffs, man? Well, <laughs> that's going on they're kind of weird. Um, we'll start I think we'd be better off if everybody was walking around with a pretty cool staff. I, I mean, I, I think you'd save a lot of back issues as well. A lot of fix some posture issues as well. And you could just whack the shit out of people with it if they annoy you. There might be an increase in crime activity. That is a fair point. <laughs> Especially on the golf course. Uh, you got people who are not letting you play through. Doesn't matter. I've got my staff. I, I'd be swinging at some kneecaps. 
I would. I yeah. can't say I blame you. You got a you got a damn staff. Yeah, <laughs> what else you is might it as well use it. <laughs> What's the purpose of a staff if you're not whacking kneecaps? I mean, yeah. <laughs> if you don't, oh, if you don't paralyze at least two people, what you doing? What a waste of staff purchase. <laughs> Agreed. Um. So Nick seems to be about checked out of this podcast. Yeah, I mean, he's hungry. Been on started his phone for the, started last the podcast pretty checked out, actually. So, Dude, no, I've been pretty good on this. I'm just hungry. I'm so he hungry. Started, he started by mumbling, got pretty <laughs> interested, and then just decided to go on his phone for a bit. I just like, I have ADHD. Well, the last half. You know what? At least Nick's not doing, at least it's not old Nick where he used to just sit on his phone and play games during the podcast. Or yeah, you just keep doing that. Even worse was Nick when he would eat during the podcast. Oh my god, dude! You got to go so far back to listen to that. Oh my god! Oh, that used to grind my gears. Oh my god! Oh, this dear guy's god. I I used to just want to fucking throw my headset and walk off. Let Let me eat some kettle chips right now. It's a good idea. I get hungry. Man. <laughs> it was COVID, man. I was hungry. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's nothing quite like other hours in the day. There's nothing quite like something where the, only the audio matters, and you're doing whatever it takes to fuck it up. <laughs> fuck it. Man, I want to start listening to our old podcast. I want to start listening to our old podcast from one and just like like a Netflix binge, just binge you know our what? podcast. We could quickly find out which episodes need to be deleted. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I, I think we've talked about this recently, but I think I think we could delete the first fifty and never have any long term issues. We probably should. <laughs> we uh, probably should delete the first fifty. Honestly, at some point soon, we might just want to delete the first seventy five. No, <laughs> I, I like them. We we can keep the guest episodes, but there there are some that need to go. <laughs> No. If this ever pod, if this podcast ever makes it, we we, we might have to uh, do some digging. Yeah, sure. then we're gonna actually have to pay somebody and probably have them listen to every single episode and just be like, yeah. Uh, so numbers two, six, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, sixteen, all need to be deleted immediately. Twenty-five yeah, think- to seventy-eight, um, and then you got eighty to ninety-nine. Uh, oh my. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what would happen? They'd so they we'd have them listen to every episode. They'd be like, "All right, um, six fifty four one thirteen. We'd be like, "Okay, those are the ones that need to be deleted." They're like, "No, those are the ones that can stay." Yeah, those are the ones that can stay. My last comment, really quickly, is if you are a fan of our podcast, or if you're new to this podcast, and yeah, basically, if you're a fan of this podcast and you have not listened to the last. 15 minutes of episode 99 and 100 i would go do that right after this because you is will that have a good time strictly because nick and his sister's phone numbers are given away and that is correct that is correct jesus <laughs> christ you know what it's a little bit of a puzzle um it is a puzzle yeah. You get. So... i'm so i'm so hungry you're really just grinding my gears all right nick we'll end it here thank hope you, guys. you guys have a great i love day. you guys See Nick, unfortunately, in about 10 seconds as he comes barging into my room as I try to upload this podcast. Um, <laughs> but yeah, all right. We'll see you guys. Um, what day is it? Monday? Probably Thursday. Yeah. Well, cheers. Cheers. cheers.